You're listening to RPI Takes on the World. No, no, no. Take it again. It's got to be bigger than that. This is important, meaningful stuff. But it wasn't important or meaningful. It's just one man giving his opinions on whatever random thoughts enter his mind on that particular day. What is up, you guys? Thanks for checking out the RPI Takes on the World podcast. This is the second episode. Today, I'm going to talk about a couple of things. First and foremost, I don't know if you know this or not, but they sell wedding rings and engagement rings at Costco. I thought that was interesting. I'm going to talk about that. I'm also going to talk about how fat I've gotten, which is just terrible and uh, stress eating and there is a like I guess you'd call it like a fat shaming news report that I came across on Reddit that I thought would be fun to share with y'all. But I'll get started talking about the Costco thing, right? So I'm recording this on a Sunday afternoon and I I love Costco. Like I love it. And my girlfriend and I go there pretty much once a week, right? I'm a big fan of Costco. I just enjoy going there. I enjoy the whole experience. We have fun going there. And I'll give you this little piece of advice. You want to be in a relationship with the person that you have a good time going to Costco with, okay? Because that's what real life is. Real life is going to Costco. It's going to Target. It's uh, all the little stuff in between. Like anybody can have a good time at the insta-worthy ski trip that you're going on or the cruise or if you're a cruise person or if you're going to the beach or whatever. Like that stuff's great, but what really matters is all the like mundane, you know, in between stuff, like trips to Costco. But anyway, you know, I walk in there a few weeks ago, and, and we've been we've been dating for a couple of years, two and a half, almost three years at this point, and the relationship is good. So rings are, you know, like we're not exactly ring shopping right now, but it's not weird. Like if she sees somebody's ring, to be like, oh, I really like that, or I like this or the, the other thing. And we were walking in Costco and uh, like down the first aisle, they've got wedding and engagement rings in a, in a case there. And I was just, I couldn't believe it. I don't know what that means. If you like, I can search the web for. Did you hear that? My Siri, my stupid Siri just popped on and started answering. I don't like how these devices are, I don't like how these devices are listening to you. Like, I've got a couple different iPhones. I use them for for work. And I've got one of my old ones sitting over there charging. And out of nowhere, Siri just said, I'll look for you. It's It's just creepy. It's creepy as shit, right? Anyway, where was I? I was talking about being at Costco. And we're walking through there. And they have the wedding rings prominently displayed in this case, like right in the main aisle. Like right when you get past the TVs and all that crap. And Ashley just like starts walking over there and looking, looking at these rings. And I was like, no, 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 we're not, we're not even looking. We're not even looking at rings at Costco. Right. And she wasn't looking there because that's like, we're not like, I'm not going there to pick up dog food, pretzels, get some samples, and then maybe get an engagement ring. Like, I think it's very strange that they have those sitting there. But then it also made me think like people are buying jewelry at Costco. Like they've got to be. Because Costco doesn't do anything on accident, right? Like they don't have people giving out samples just to be giving them out. Like they're not doing that because they, they want to make everybody happy. They're giving out samples because when they give out samples, they sell more of whatever they're giving out, obviously, right? So they've got these engagement rings and wedding rings sitting in this case. 
And all I'm thinking is like, who is coming to Costco, you know, for even if you're just coming to get your normal stuff, like your normal weekly stuff, like you get your bananas, you get your salad, you get your yogurt, you know, all the stuff that I that I get every week. Like, I can't imagine like, you know, this is the week. This is the time. This is the time. We're going to stop here. We're at Costco. They've got a they got a nice engagement ring. You know, I don't see that happening. And I think it's just very bizarre. And I also don't like I'm not a. I'm not a fancy guy. Even if I had a million dollars in the bank account, I'm just not fancy. I'll never be fancy. I don't care to be fancy. I'm not impressed by that stuff. So I'm not even saying like we got to get a ring at Tiffany or you know, like I don't like I feel like there's a lot of comfort. I feel like there's a lot of room between the jewelry at Costco and Tiffany. And I feel like it falls somewhere like right in the middle of that, right? Like Again, it doesn't have to be Tiffany. It doesn't have to be a $50,000 engagement ring. But I don't necessarily, I don't know how to like sniff out the blood diamonds and avoid those either. But I also am not planning on buying uh, engagement, any jewelry, actually. I'm just not, I'm not buying jewelry at Costco, period. I mean, if you do like, like I'm not even just, like if you, people are obviously buying it. So like good on you, good for Costco, love it. I just think like it's crazy that you're going in to buy whatever you're buying and then, you know, you're you're also picking up an engagement ring while you're there. I just think it's strange. Downshifting from Costco adventures, wedding rings and whatnot. Um, I don't know if you are like me in the fact that you like to eat everything in sight and you like to gain weight like it's your job, but I, I do that apparently. I am such a stress eater, y'all. And, and this has been so. I moved. It, it's frustrating and it's annoying to me because I, uh, gosh, I mean, I moved down to Nashville in 2010, and I'd been through. I was in a terrible relationship, got out of it, and I was like fat because I'm I'm a stress eater, man. So when I was in that relationship, I was just uh, I was eating everything. So anyway, I, I get out of the relationship. I moved down to Nashville in like 2010, 11 ish. And I work my ass off and I get back in shape. Like I get back in in good shape for me. I was never, I'm never going to be like a, a, a shirtless in shape guy. Like my goal, and I know that, but my goal is like good, look good in clothes, like naked, whatever. That's, nobody's going to see it. There's like two people on the planet that have to deal with that. The rest of you guys don't have to worry about it. So I don't even care about like, I'm not into the six pack. I'm not crazy about that. I just want to be able to fit in the clothes that I fit in and feel, you know, comfortable, confident and all that stuff. So I worked my ass off, got back in shape, moved back to Kansas City in February of 2016 and go to this job that I just, I hated. Um, I, I, I love, it's weird when I say that because I actually love the people that I worked with. I love my clients. Um, the job itself wasn't bad, but the actual, it was just, it was this weird toxic place, man. And I can't really, it's hard for me to explain it, but it was a big transition. And I was, as you can imagine, a little bit stressed. So that was in 2016. And I spent about a year and a half working there. And in October of 2017, I was able to quit that job, start my own business, which is exciting, but also stressful. And at the same time, like I was uh, renting this little house in Prairie Village, and I loved it. And like right when I gave my notice, my lease was up in February, the following February. So I gave my notice in October of 2017. And in uh, my lease was renewing in February of 2018, which was fine. Like I made sure I was, I was cool and everything because I was starting a business. So like if you're 
if you don't have like a proof of, of income at your current job, especially if you're going to work for yourself, which I was, it can be hard to get a lease or to buy a house or whatever. And the house that I was renting all of a sudden, like I had re-signed up for the lease in October. Well, in January, like January 1 of 2018, they the property manager calls and says, ha ha, just kidding, we're selling the house you're in. And I was like, oh, that's great because now I'm self-employed. Also, the same, like two weeks before I quit my job, I had, I'd been looking for a puppy. I'd wanted a dog forever. And a friend of a friend of mine had a litter of golden retrievers. That's the exact breed that I wanted. I'd had one before and I ended up getting a puppy. So now I've got, at this point, I've got a puppy that's like, I don't know what, like four or five months old. I've got I've got my, I'm self-employed all of a sudden with a job that I have no history of income with. So I was in, I was in a jam. I ended up working it out. So I was able to buy the house that I was renting. So that happened. But in those like, whatever, those three or four months, I think I bought the house in February. I quit my job. I started a company. I got a dog and I bought a house and guess what? I just ate my ass off. Like the, the entire time I did not draw, I did not, if I wanted it, I ate it. And so between the time I moved back in February of 2016 and now I'm, I've gained 20 pounds and I'll give you an example of how little self-control I had and how, how, how fat I actually got. So back when I was, you know, doing, when I was doing well, when I was losing weight and I was in, in pretty good shape, you know, I was, uh, I would go, I would, I would have one day a week where I would just let myself eat everything, right? And typically I would get home from the road on Sunday and I would just eat like crazy on Sunday, like a, like a pig, right? I would eat ice cream. I, I'm a big, like I'm a big ice cream fan. And that's fine when you're doing things like eating healthy six days a week and running five miles a day and all that. You can get away with putting some calories away every now and then. But last summer, I was not running five miles a day or four miles a day. I was not eating healthy five days a week or six days a week. What I was doing was going to the custard place that's like a half a mile from my house on a frequent basis. And this is where like, I always hear about like alcoholics. You hear about alcoholics hitting rock bottom. I'm going to, I'm going to share my my ice cream, fat ass, rock bottom moment with you right now. So last summer, summer 2018, it was just a free for all with the snacks. And I was going up to uh, Sheridan's Custard up the street here on a, on the reg. I ended up going uh, going up there one night. Finally, I walk up there and there's this kid who was always behind the register. And he was kind of a strange, kind of a strange kid, like high school age kid, whatever. But at one point, I went up there in the middle of July, and he's like, oh, I know what you want. You don't have to tell me. Like, I was like Norm from Cheers. Like, I walked up there, and they knew me. And at that point, I knew that was my rock bottom, you guys. Like, I absolutely hit my rock bottom when the awkward high school kid that's scooping up custard for for me, and I'm going to call myself Fatty McFat Fat, there will be a... There will be another Fatty McFat Fat reference later on in this podcast that you're about to get to. But that's my Fatty McFat Fat moment when I said, all right, listen, we have got to pull the reins in. And ever since then, I've stopped gaining weight. I haven't started losing it, but at least at this point, I've stopped gaining it. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to celebrate my successes, people. 
Still going to fat shame myself in the mirror until I get this weight knocked off, but not going to Sheridan's, not for a long time. So I say all of this to say that I'm not about fat shaming other people. I fat shame myself because it's how I motivate myself to lose weight, but I'm not the guy that's out there just picking on people that are overweight because I've honestly struggled with weight my entire life and I'm a guy. Like, I can't imagine what it would be like to be a female in today's culture, especially it's just gotten so much worse with social media and Instagram and Facebook and, you know, all this stuff, all these different avenues that people have to be shallow and and things like that. So I'm not about fat shaming people, but I'm about to get into a news clip that I stumbled across on Reddit a couple, like a week ago. And I just, I had to share it with you guys. And the actual news clip is about a guy that owns a company that ends up fat shaming one of his customers, I guess. So that's not why I'm playing this. What I want to showcase really is how awful and how antiquated the local news report is. And furthermore, how ridiculous the local news reporters sound when they're reporting on things that aren't real news. And what I mean by that is if they're talking about like a murder, a house fire, the war, politics, things like that, it sounds a little better. But there's that old timey delivery of so many local news reporters. And I just, I don't know how people take it seriously, especially when the content that they're reporting on is as ridiculous as this upcoming clip that I'm about to play for you. And what's even more amazing to me is the fact that there are people that are going to school right now to learn how to do this. I don't know what the future is like for local news reporters, but there are college kids out there that are putting themselves in hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt to come out of great schools, but they're going to come out and they're going to go get a job somewhere where they're making like $28,000 a year and they're in some podunk town. They're chasing storms or, you know, they're standing out like by a, like, like during a flood or something reporting on things like that. They're reporting on, you know, the, the local cat that, that had a viral video happen, things like that. It's shocking to me that in the day and age where you can actually establish influence by building your own brand online, like why would anybody go that route with hopes to end up on like Fox News or CNN or MSNBC or ABC or NBC, any of these big news channels, when I feel like this is the time to cut those guys out of the picture. Because if you can go out and if you can, even if you wanted to report on news, like start a blog about it. But if you just cut those guys out of it and you create content that's good enough, you'll end up getting paid to do that. And you can end up going directly to the advertiser as opposed to taking money. It's just the whole thing is, is, is crazy to me that people are still doing it. But let me get back to the point at hand. And that point at hand is we have got a Ron Burgundy type sounding guy that is reporting on a pooch patch and a woman that is called Fatty McFatfat up in Toronto 
and it's absolutely ridiculous. And I'm going to go ahead and play this first clip, which will kind of set it up for you, and then I'll get back into it. Last week on Thursday, the 14th, I ordered a product. And then on Saturday, I realized that I did not need the product anymore. Vanessa Glue talking about this, something called the Pooch Patch, from a company with the same name. The product was featured on our morning show a while back. The Pooch Patch is great because it's a natural, organic way to get your dog to go and do their business. But when Vanessa cancelled her order and couldn't get a refund, she expressed her views online. All right, so there you go. There, It's laid out for you. You heard the voice. Vanessa with the pooch patch, right? Okay, so you've got that going on. Essentially, this girl got online. She ordered what what is basically like a pee pad for your dog. And she decided she didn't want it. And she goes ahead and she's trying to return it, I guess. She couldn't figure out how to return it or where to return it. And she ends up emailing customer service, which I think this is a very small company. So the way this story is painted out, that this is the CEO of this company that ends up getting back to her via, I don't know if it's their social media or the company's website. But what I do know is this is all transcribed. None of this stuff is done over the phone. So this is all email or direct message or social media. This is all in black and white on paper. And here's the first clip. Pooch Patch's president by email made some unusual remarks. He emailed me to tell me that he looked at photos of me online and he thinks that I'm chubby. In one email, the company tells her, looking a little chubs in that profile photo. All right. (laughs) This is very interesting. So for me, I, I do social media marketing. That's what my job is. And I run about a dozen different social media. Actually, I run about 20 different social media accounts for about a dozen clients or so. And I will say you get inundated with very odd, very strange, random messages all the time. So you do have a bunch, there are a bunch of weird people out there and they don't hesitate to reach out and ask you very odd, strange questions. But I will also say that there is a way to handle that and (laughs) you don't handle it by attacking that person. And I think it's even crazier that the CEO of this company somehow had the time or the desire to find somebody on social media and look at their, like actually find their, their, their pictures and stuff and then go at them. And if you thought that was bad, we're, we're just, we're just getting into this people. Just wait, check out this next clip. She told the company she planned to report the replies to a government consumer agency. The response from Pooch Patch, Ooh, so scared chubby wubby. I reported you to Jenny Craig. Boom, right there. So scared, chubby wubby, I reported you to Jenny Craig. Now, here's the other thing about this. Just as a human being, like you just don't treat people like that, right? Um, but if I could give this guy any any bit of advice besides just don't be a shitty person, if you're running a business, you do not attack people like this because that's what it turns into a story. That's how it gets on Reddit. This is bad publicity. Because your pee pad, your pee pad is not that great. The other thing that I want to point out, and this clip, I'm gonna, I posted it on my uh, on my Instagram channel, which is RPI Takes, so you can watch the whole news clip yourself. But this lady is not like she's not fat. Now, listen, even if she was like morbidly obese, you still don't have the right to go after somebody like that. But this gal is not even that. She's not like huge. She's just what I would call normal sized. And I'm just, I'm astounded 
by the fact that this guy is taking his t- first of all taking the time to creep on somebody's social media. Number two, engaging with her like he was a third grader. And uh, number three, uh, that, that's, that's that's it. Those two are good. But it keeps going. It gets better. Here comes the next clip. And on it went. Saying that I needed to uh, go to Jenny Craig, and he referred to me as Fatty McFatFat. Right there. I mean, what an epic grade school insult. Fatty McFatFat. Just when you thought this guy was out of like grade school level insults, he pulls out Fatty McFatFat. Now, here's the other thing. So I know what you're thinking. Like, this is all email. So we don't know who this guy is, right? Well, the TV station that was covering this tried to get a hold of this guy. And so they emailed him as well. And they called him. And when they called him, they got his answering machine. And as if this guy's insults weren't just ridiculous enough, You've got, I mean, just imagine, like you're thinking this guy, some kind of, I mean, I know it's like a, like an internet tough guy. Like you think about all these guys, like you think about like just some kind of a, a total like creep freak weirdo. And like, I always think, what does this person sound like in real life? You know, and you get to hear it. You get to hear what this guy actually sounds like in real life when they play the outgoing message off of the answering machine. Global News contacted Pooch Patch several times. Pooch Patch, woof woof. Did you hear that? You know what? I'd better play that again for you because just in case you're wondering what the Fatty McFat Fat Chubbs I reported you to Jenny Craig guy sounds like, this is what that guy sounds like. Pooch Patch, woof woof. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. So the very last clip, and and this whole thing, like I played all these clips for you in chronological order. So as I'm watching this, I, I was I was in bed and I had this, I don't know what thread this thing popped up on Reddit, but I was watching this video and I kept thinking, there's no way this is first of all, this can't be real. Secondly, it just keeps getting better and better and better. And thirdly, my very favorite drop came at the very end, and that's what I'm about to play for you right now. So they were going back and forth. They called the news station, called the guy, didn't get the answer. So they sent an email. He responds to their email with this email. Ha 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 ha. I'm dying. This is gold. Pure gold. I mean, when you're doing your local news guy, Ron Burgundy voice, you cannot cover the Pooch Patch story using that voice. You cannot read these types of emails out loud using that voice because it's just, it highlights how ridiculous the entire industry is. It also reminds me of the Kenny Banya episode on Seinfeld. Why do they call it Oval Team? The mug is round, the jar is round, they should call it Round Team. <laughs> That's gold, Jerry. Gold! Ha 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 ha. I'm dying. This is gold. Pure gold. I think that's a good note to end it on. I appreciate you guys checking this out. If you like what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe. If you know a friend who might enjoy listening to this when they're walking the dog, going to the gym, driving home from work, whatever, please share this with them. You can connect with me on Twitter or Instagram at RPI Takes. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to RPI Takes on the World. Please share with your friends, subscribe, rate, and review. 